0: Let's hear some of that movie chat. Credits roll by, and I tip my hat. Credits roll by, I wanna know more right away? Let's have some of that movie chat. Credits roll by, tell me who did that? Life in the credits is where I wanna play.
1: Welcome to Life in the Credits. This is the show where we learn about movies by chatting with people who work in the industry. I'm Susan,
0: and I'm Ben. Today we're discussing the 1996 Japanese film, Shall We Dance?
1: And joining us today is our special guest, Kathy Yamamoto. So welcome, Kathy. Thank you so much.
0: We are so excited to have you here, Kathy. So can you tell our listeners a little bit about what you do?
2: Sure. Um, By day, I'm the writer's coordinator at Conan, uh, which is a late night talk show for anyone who doesn't know. I also do a little commercial acting on the side and I do comedy at night,
1: some nights when I'm not tired.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's fantastic.
1: So what is, can you tell us what a writer's coordinator does? Sure. Um, So I
2: basically, I coordinate between all the writers. I make sure that my boss, who is the showrunner or um, head writer, has everything he needs in terms of the pitches that have been pitched that day, uh, any like back database information he might need. Um, I also take notes during our pitch meeting. So if some if a writer says something really funny in the room, I write it down and then make sure that whoever's writing the script has access to those notes so that they can write the best script possible.
0: Cool. So maybe you could break that down a little bit further for us. So what is a pitch meeting?
2: Oh, sure. So um, usually we will, the writers will meet and they will come up with ideas, um, typically based on the news. Since we're a topical show, we do um, comedy bits based on the news and they will come up with an idea. Usually they'll write it out and send it to me. Our head writer will read it out loud. And and then if it's funny, it gets on
1: the show. <laughs>
0: That's very cool.
1: So what are some projects that you've worked on? I know you work on Conan now. Um, what are some things you've worked on in the past?
2: Um, I've worked on a lot of Friends independent films, which is a great way oh, cool. to get uh, experience. I also did a little stunt doing um, award show audience work, which was really fun um, and kind of stressful, but fun. Uh, I also did some work as executive an executive assistant at a production company. Oh, and I, I've done some audience work on a, a couple other shows, a handful of other live shows.
0: Okay. So what does that mean, audience work?
2: What I did as an audience PA basically was, um, I might be checking in an audience. I might be making sure that all the seats in an award show specifically, all the seats need to be filled. So if someone gets up and goes to the restroom, for example, I need to make sure I'm finding someone to fill that seat. So usually for award shows, there's a group of um, seat fillers that they have ready. So you get on your walkie and you're like, oh, this person's going to the bathroom. We need someone to fill the seat. And then during the commercial, you just switch them out and then switch them back once the person's done with the restroom or whatever they're doing at that moment.
1: Yeah. Where do the seat fillers hang out when they're not filling a seat? I think it depends on
2: what show... uh, you're doing, but the one I can remember most clearly, they
1: sat in the back. Okay.
0: I see, they just brought them forward.
1: Yeah, so you make sure the front is all clear. Cool. I always thought it'd be cool to be a seat filler. I don't know why. It's probably not as cool (laughs) as I think it would be. (laughs) It doesn't
2: seem that fun, to be honest, because you're just like running around (laughs) and you're all dressed up. Right. But you do get to see the performances, which is cool. So I did a uh, like a music uh, award show. So if you're a seat filler, you get a free concert, basically. That's true. That's cool. Yeah.
0: I can't imagine how awkward it is for a star. For like your date to have to go to the restroom Mm -hmm. and so some random person will sit for you next to you for like five minutes is it awkward for them i I guess
1: they expect it right
0: yeah i'm not not sure
1: Yeah,
2: I never had had to seat Phil uh, next to a celebrity. So I I haven't experienced that. But it's like, you know, it's loud and like there's a show going on. So I don't know, maybe uh, I don't know that there's
1: a whole lot of time to like talk to whoever you're next to.
2: That's
0: cool.
1: So what was your path toward uh, becoming a writer's coordinator?
2: Well, I initially moved back to L.A. because I'm from L.A. I moved back to be an actor and then really hated that lifestyle. The hustle is really hard to be an actor LA uh, and I didn't like it. So I decided I wanted to switch to writing um, and then did a bunch of internships. And my last internship was at Conan. So then I was able to facilitate that into a job as an audience PA, which is how I got all that audience work. um, And then eventually moved up from there to be a writer's coordinator.
0: That's very cool. Awesome. You know, I I know Conan, you know, we've been Conan fans for many, many, many years. Um, he's an icon in the industry. So I know he loves to pull his staff onto a show sometimes. Mm-hmm. So have you done that? And how did it go?
2: <laughs> I did do it once as myself. Um, usually... Uh, I, I'll pop into um, bits whenever I'm free, or I used to when I, we were in the office, we're not in the office right now because of COVID, because everything happens so fast, because we're a topical show, it's based on the news. So um, a lot of times they'll pull in staff members to be on the show, just to, you know, be in the background or whatever, whatever is helpful. Um, but I did get to go once as myself, uh, because I had starred in a commercial That saying starred sounds so uh, weird, but I was in a commercial (laughs) that aired during the Oscars that year. So um, I was in a bit as myself where I accepted an award for the best commercial performance during the Oscars <laughs> and uh it was really fun it was really nerve-wracking to read off of cue cards that was really hard yeah mm. and then also uh I didn't write the sketch someone else did and they thanked my mom um but not my dad in this in oh, the script no. so
1: my, oh, my no. dad
2: was a little hurt but I didn't write the script so it, it was yeah. all that part was all pretend
1: yeah not your fault no.
0: <laughs> <laughs> sorry dad um,
1: so what is your day-to-day like as a writer's coordinator?
2: Yeah, um, so I it's a lot of compiling and then a lot of note-taking. So depending on how many pitch meetings we have during the day, I'll be compiling for that and then taking notes during the pitch meetings and then mm-hmm. sharing that with either my boss or whoever's writing the script uh, for whichever particular bit. Yeah, uh, someone, our script supervisor said something very interesting about working in production, which I really loved, is um, production, you're doing a lot of active waiting, you're on standby, Um, so sometimes, I I feel very busy during my day, but sometimes when I describe it, it doesn't sound that busy, Um, but whenever I'm not busy, you're always on active standby, so you're always waiting to do whatever needs to be done for the production.
0: That's very cool. So, what is it like to work on a late night show that you know puts out a lot of episodes every week?
2: No, it's uh, it's a lot of fun. Um, it's very fast paced, especially uh, if you go down to where they're filming things. Like it because everything needs to be done super quickly. For me, as a writers coordinator, I'm not sure that it. Changes that much from like working on a sitcom. I think it's more different for the writers um, because they have to come up with so much more material so quickly. But yeah, for me, it's it's just fun to fun to watch. Cool.
1: Want to ask about your commercial work because you mentioned you also do commercial stuff on the side. Can you tell us about that?
2: Yeah. uh, So I, as I mentioned, I was an actor for a little while, or at least solely an actor when I first moved to LA and then um, kind of fell off of that because it wasn't fun for me. Um, And then on a whim, because at my show, at least we have a lot of hiatuses, which are just breaks, basically, since we uh, shoot throughout the year, we'll have like a certain time when we have like two weeks off or one week off. So during that time, I started submitting again to commercials, mostly because I didn't have anything to do during those and then I ended up booking a commercial just by submitting online, which is incredibly difficult. It's very, um, it's, it's kind of crazy that it happened that way, uh, just numbers wise, because usually that, that's not how it usually happens. Mm-hmm. But for me, that's what ended up happening. And through that commercial, um, I was able to get an agent who is very nice and works with my work schedule. So um, mm-hmm. I only have to audition when I'm not working. And then sometimes I get to book and sometimes I get to uh, be on set. And that's really fun, too. Yeah,
1: that's cool. That is cool. So you also do a lot at um, UCB, mm-hmm. right? Or yeah, do you, Are you still doing stuff at UCB? I know with COVID, it might be different. Well, but. yeah,
2: with COVID, UCB is closed. Um, I'm yeah. not sure if they're doing like, I think at the beginning they were doing like theater sanctioned online shows, but I, I'm not sure that they are anymore. I, okay. I do do online improv shows with my one improv group who in normal times would uh, perform right. at UCB, but right now we just perform online.
1: Oh, very cool. So what is the name of your improv Yeah,
2: so the improv group that performs regularly online is called Asian AF. You can find out our schedule by going to our Instagram page at Asian AF Show. Oh, cool. We stream it on YouTube. It's very fun. We usually have uh, some sort of guest, uh, industry guest who comes and joins us. uh, And sometimes we'll interview them. But it's a lot of fun. We have a lot of fun doing it. That sounds
0: cool. cool. Uh, So how, how does your background in comedy and your experience... How's that fed into your professional career?
2: I think sometimes when you're starting out as a support staff person at a TV show or I guess even film, although I'm not as familiar with film, um, you tend to want to pick a genre because the idea is when you become a support staff, you're working to become a staff writer on that show, which is the very first level of a writer. So you tend to want to pick work for shows that fall within your genre of course you don't have to but that's generally what you want to try to do um so because i had background in performing comedy i knew i wanted to write comedy as well so i started pursuing in my internships and then later in my jobs pursuing shows that produce comedy
0: that's super cool
1: when you're on a show like Conan or like some other late night show, um, do most of the jokes and segments kind of originate with the writers or does the host have a lot of input or is it kind of a back and forth, like a collaboration?
2: I think it really depends on the day and because it just it depends on the day. It depends on what's in the news. Um, it depends on it. Just there's so many factors that go into it. Yeah. Um, so, so it really depends.
1: It's not always like the writers come up with everything and the host just yes. parrots it. The host isn't like, you know, as heavy handed all the time. Like it's a good back and forth. Yeah, and so. it
2: definitely, um, it, de- it depends on what show you're on too. Uh, right. yeah. Yeah.
0: Very cool. So uh, do you have any favorite moments that you can think of what, from working on a project?
1: Or a moment where you were just like, I cannot believe this is what I do for a living.
2: <laughs> it wasn't my favorite job per se. Um, but when I was doing an audience, uh, when I was working on the audience team for an award show, I got to see Beyonce perform, which was oh, wow. so yeah. huge. I couldn't believe yeah. it. Um, and I was like pretty close too, cause you're just kind of standing on the wings, you know? Right. Uh, yeah, that was really, really cool. Um, that's the first one that comes to mind. I'm sure I have better things, especially cause like, like I said,
1: I didn't love that job. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but, but, but you did get to see Beyonce, yes. which is pretty major. Yes. So
0: you're supposed to be working, right? But yes. Beyonce is performing. Is it hard to like do your job when Beyonce is performing? <laughs>
2: well, luckily for me, that was a moment of active standby. Uh, oh, so yeah. it's, especially like in award shows, once the audience is seated and the award show st- starts, that's when you like kind of get to take a breather because you're like, okay, yeah. my, my job is done for the moment.
0: Cool, cool.
2: I think that's a pretty good one.
0: <laughs> yeah. Beyonce is always a good answer.
1: Getting paid to watch a Beyonce yes.
2: performance. Yes. Oh my God. That, that was crazy. so
1: cool. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, do you have any advice for people who might be interested in a profession like yours in the writing field? Yeah. I mean,
2: always be writing, I guess, is one um, that feels a little obvious, though. Um, So assuming that you're doing that and assuming you're a hard worker and are a nice person in general, um, assuming you have all those things, uh, I like to tell people to relax uh, because a lot of times um, this industry, and by people, I mean myself too, I need to tell myself to relax all the time. A lot of times like people are like, oh, well, you should be networking. You should be like seeing who can get you where and, you know, whatever. It feels a little calculated and not fun, but it's fine. You know, we'll get there when we get there. So like you might as well like relax, have fun and like instead of networking, make friends and, you know, hang out with your friends and have a good time
1: like those genuine connections probably end up being more valuable and stronger yeah Yeah. yes constantly being like who do I need to talk to to get ahead like yes yeah (laughs) excellent All right, so next we are going to get to our featured film. Today we are discussing the 1996 film Shall We Dance? The movie was written and directed by Masa Yukosuo and it stars Koji, Yakusho, Tamio Kusakari, and Naoto Takenaka. This movie has actually won a ton of awards. Um, It won a ton of Japanese Academy Awards, but also film festivals and film critic awards all over the U.S., um, London. Just really, really critically acclaimed film. I do say that we are talking about the Japanese version, not the 2004 remake with Richard Gere, which is based on this movie, but actually turned out pretty different. So, yes,
2: yes. Yeah. I Though prefer we the probably- Japanese one
1: yes I do too so actually I remembered watching the Richard Gere version when it came out but then so I took Japanese in high school mm. I unfortunately don't really speak it anymore but um we watched this movie in my cl- in class and when I was re-watching it now for this show I remembered like oh, I've seen this before and it really hit me when I was watching um Aoki's character mm. um which was big. I was like oh my god I totally <laughs> have seen this movie <laughs> I just forgot um but yeah I agree I like the Japanese version I think it's a lot more successful I
0: have not seen the Richard Gere version well
1: you saw well, the better version, but this one was <laughs> delightful. So, um, Ben is going to give us a quick breakdown of the movie just for our listeners, so they have an idea what it's about. Also, just a heads up, we are going to be spoiling the movie as we talk about this. So, if you want to watch it first and then come back, that might be a good idea.
0: All right, so this is a uh, like Susan said, a Japanese film, um, and it stars a businessman named Sugiyama. He's going through his life and he's not really passionate about anything, he's sort of in a, in a depressed state. Uh, takes the train into work, works all day, and then just goes home, doesn't really, not really into anything. Um, As he's taking the train home, he sees a um, pretty woman who's kind of sad and um, forlorn in a window, and it's the window of a dance, a ballroom dancing studio. Um, And so he is intrigued by this, and after a couple days of seeing her out there, finally works up to it, to actually going up and, you know, sort of seeing what's going on, and ends up signing up for classes he does have a wife and daughter at home who who don't know about this so in apparently in japanese culture this is a
1: an embarrassing thing yeah it's
0: not really like an accepted thing to do for like a guy to just Mm -hmm. do ballroom dancing so um he keeps it a secret but you know initially he joins to sort of chase this woman and to find out sort of what her deal is But sort of an awesome thing happens halfway through the movie is she confronts him about it and says, hey, if you're here just to like be with me, then you're not, then you shouldn't do it. Um, And so he sort of wakes up, realizes he loves, actually loves ballroom dancing, gets really into it and eventually uh, meets a really colorful cast of characters and they all sort of, you know, become really into dancing. And the woman whose name was Mai, uh, that he was sort of chasing after eventually becomes his teacher they get into an amateur dance competition, and um, his family actually, his, so his wife is suspecting that he's having an affair and hires a detective to track down what's going on, and the detective finds out about this ballroom dancing, so this detective arranges the family to come and see him, and so his, his cover is blown with his family, which leads to some really sweet moments that we'll actually talk, to him. I'll talk about mm-hmm. in a little bit. Um, but at the end, um, Mai realizes that, you know, it's time for her to get back into the professional dance circuit and leaves. Um, but they have an, a last um, going away party for her. And that's where the movie concludes with everybody dancing together at the end. Yeah. So before we get too far into it, Kathy, you suggested that we watch this movie. Why did you suggest it for us? Well,
2: this is one of my favorite movies of all time. Um I love a rom-com and this feels like a rom-com with a twist because as you said, he, the romantic aspect gets dropped pretty quickly, but it feels like to me, it's a rom-com of finding joy, like, falling in love with joy, if that makes sense. And I feel like just not a lot of people have seen it and I love it. So at least not a lot of people in my circle. So um, if you're in my circle,
1: I've likely recommended this movie to you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for recommending it to yeah. us. This was a delightful film.
1: Yeah, I agree with you. Um, I really like that it's, it's not really about this man falling in love with this woman and them running away together. It's this man being like, Oh, I really love this thing that maybe isn't culturally acceptable for me to love, but I don't care. Cause it makes me really happy. And, you know, even his wife at the end um, is like, Hey, you should keep doing this. Like you're a different person. When you do this, you're a better person. I want you to keep doing it. Yeah. It's interesting. It's really nice. At the yeah. beginning
0: of the movie, because I felt really bad for his family. Because it felt like he was trying to have an affair, right? And eventually they they figure out what's going on. And then there's a really cute moment where the daughter forces her parents to dance together. And, you know, sort of like bring that passion home. Mm-hmm. Um, which is a really nice warming moment. Sort of, you know, reigniting the family. Yeah. Who's your favorite character in this? Because there are some wild characters in this movie.
2: Yes. I love Tanaka I really feel yeah. like he's so rule-based and so like in everyone's business that feels like very much like me but I I don't know I love everyone at that dance studio I, I see a little bit of each of them in my own personality so mm-hmm. uh, how about you guys
1: yeah, um, I love the relationship between the three men in the beginners yes. <laughs> class. I think that friendship between the room is so cute and just fun to watch. Um, and they're all like so supportive of each other. And I don't know, it just it's such a genuine friendship between the three of them. And they're all so different from each other that that was okay. really fun to watch. I mean, yeah. and it's
0: played for comedy, right? Yeah. Like heavily. Mm-hmm.
1: Um,
0: but they are they are fun characters, and I actually. At first, so one of the plot points is that, so one of Sugiyama's co-workers, Aoki, um, Aoki yeah. thank you, Aoki, has a secret life as this, like, you know, he's been doing dance for five years, but he has a whole, like, secret persona with a big wig that he wears, and he uh, he does Latin dance, and he's very theatrical and very over the top, and at first, I was like, ooh, what is this guy? <laughs> what is this deal? I was I was put off by him. <laughs> But then yeah. when you realize that he's, like, sort of the guy at the office that nobody really likes and everyone just sort of, like, talks about behind their back, I, I thought that that character, like, really mm. warmed on me.
1: Yeah. yeah. I um, ended up really liking him.
0: Yeah. At uh, first I was like, mm, I'm not into this. But then, <laughs> yeah. It, yeah, He at the end I'm like, oh, I like that guy.
1: So. Yeah. Yeah. He's sweet. They're all
2: sweet. That's what I like about them. They're all, like, just yeah. trying to do their best at being a good person. Right.
1: Right. Yeah. Right. And they're all really... Like I said, they're also supportive of each other. I mean, even Aoki's like, "Hey, you know, you you should keep dancing." And then when when Aoki quit, they were all like, "Hey, you got to come back and dance." Like, just really, it was just nice to see, like, all <laughs> just having a great time.
0: <laughs> yeah, it was also I I thought uh, you know Mai as the uh, one the one of the strong female leads was great Um, because you know she knows that a lot of these. One of the plot points is a lot of, like, creepy old men are, are doing bomb dance to try to date her. And, you know, she's not having it. She has other plans. And she even, like, stands up to her father, who's, like, trying to stop her from dancing. Um, I thought she was a really interesting character. And her character slowly unfolds through the movie. You don't really learn a lot about her until the very end. But I really, really liked her, too.
2: Totally, yeah.
0: Now, this movie won a ton of awards. As Susan already mentioned... It won for Best Film, Best Actor, Best Actress, Supporting actor, Supporting Actress, Best Director, Screenplay, Cinematography, Lighting, Editing, Art Direction, Musical Score, and Sound, which is a lot of stuff. (laughs) Um, Now, I will say I love the directing of this film, especially when they were dancing. There was a lot of shots of the movie, of the camera flowing Mm -hmm. with them as they danced. I thought it was so cool. You really felt like you were on the dance floor with them. Um, you know, there's a lot of you know static shots when they're all talking and stuff, but as soon as they start dancing, the, the, the camera starts dancing, and I thought it was really cool.
2: Yeah, there's also that moment when um, the mom and daughter first see uh, Sugiyama dancing, and uh, the camera kind of pans around the crowd and then like zooms in really quick on them. I thought that was such like from his point of view, I thought that was such a
1: good that was so yeah. effective.
0: Yeah, exactly. A yeah, clip. you really
1: felt the shock. Like, oh my god. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, that that is a quite a moment in the film too. Did you guys have a favorite moment or scene in the film?
1: I don't
2: know if this is probably an incorrect answer. But I when I was watching it this round because I was I was watching it again um in for this but I also love watching it so I'll watch it anytime. Yeah. But I had the thought I was like, "Oh, that scene um before the skirt rips uh, on the pink dress, that is such a good Halloween costume, especially like a yeah. couple's costume, because the guy doesn't have yeah. to do that much. You know, he just wore right. like a suit, but then you get to like have like this, and the bangs were so like uh-huh. straight up yes. and hard. Oh,
1: yeah. Yes.
2: <laughs> I was like, oh, I want to, I wonder if I could make that happen.
1: <laughs> uh, I think you could. That would be a very good couple's costume. Yeah. For sure. I think there were a lot of good scenes. I really like all the scenes where he's uh, getting home late and practicing Mm. in the park, and you see it from the vantage point of the balcony. Yeah. Um, Yeah.
0: Those Those are are all nice.
1: And then I do really love the scene. It's right when he starts taking classes. and the first class, he's not that great, right? He has a really hard time. And then they show a scene where the four of them are dancing in twos, and they're doing the steps, doing the steps, and then you see them all look at Sugiyama, and he was finally getting it. And then they all watch him and he does the final step and then they all cheer for him. <laughs> like that was nice
0: that's, too. That's a nice yeah. moment. Yeah. And I think, I think my favorite moment stuff the moment where the daughter makes her parents oh, dance yeah. together yeah. in the yard. And it's like, you know, um, he has this training and you know, she, the wife wants to learn. Right. So it's like, well, can you teach me? And I think that's a really heartwarming moment. Mm-hmm. Can we talk for just a minute mm-hmm. about the detectives, the private oh, detectives in this film? Oh,
2: that's actually, that's a great, uh, this is a great scene too, where the detectives get so invested in the dancing. Right. <laughs> it's yeah. So fun. Yes, yes, yes. I love <laughs> that choice to like uh-huh. have them become part of it. Oh,
1: yeah. So good. And the main detectives just like rattling off all these critiques during the competition. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, I love that you're so into this.
0: Yeah. So at first, I was like, these are the world's worst detectives <laughs> because they take on this job to watch this guy for like three days um, and they barely charge his you know wife because they think he might be having an affair, but they find out about ballroom dancing and then they get into ballroom dancing by watching him.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, because he's at the, the detective's at the dance at the end, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So,
0: uh, and which he's is, not
1: getting paid to be there. Nope. His assignment is over.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure who invited him to that dance.
1: I think he just got ingrained in that group, the dancing group. And yeah. they're like, oh, this guy's a ballroom dancer. Yeah. Now. If you're a detective, you don't need an invitation. You just figure out where it is and <laughs> yeah. you show right. up. <laughs> yeah. People aren't going to question it.
0: Absolutely. But I I, I really like the detective characters. So I thought mm-hmm. they were great. Yeah. All right. So Kathy, who would you recommend this movie to?
2: I truly recommend it to everyone and in fact I was I'm in an online class right now I'm in an online Japanese class and I recommended the movie apparently twice in a row (laughs) I was so desperate to get people to watch it and they're like no you told us about it it's okay (laughs)
1: well that's a strong endorsement if you're saying it twice it's like no I really think you should watch this movie yeah and I think it is a good kind of peek into japanese culture Mm -hmm. because you know that's not something a lot of people in the u.s are probably familiar with so seeing that perspective i think is probably really valuable especially for a class
2: yeah i think it's also fun to watch i mean we saw this uh this last year with parasite i think it's it's fun to watch um foreign films you know there's just like mm-hmm. I mean maybe this is like obvious to say I don't know but I think there's just oh, okay. such a different perspective um yeah and so much more to be learned right
1: yeah totally
0: yeah and Susan was teaching me about Japanese culture as we were watching it because I had a lot of questions I'm like well why you know why is it a big deal that he's ballroom dancing you know and, and then you know sort of i mean they explain it in the movie eventually but at first you know they
1: kind of explain right at the top they talk about how what do they say it's suspicious mm. is that the word they use right at the top they do a little bit right um, that but, i mean but scene. they
0: explain it why right
1: yeah and they kind of show you throughout the movie too right but yeah so i i i really enjoyed watching this um it was a good suggestion
0: yeah so. thank you so Yay. much
1: <laughs> i'm so glad you liked it
0: We like to finish up our show today with a game that we're calling Dance Dance Attribution. We're going to see how well both of you know dancing in movies. Kathy, you're going to be playing against Susan. So here are the rules. I'm going to take turns reading the title of three films to each of you, but only one of these films prominently features at least one dance scene. If you're wrong, the other player gets a chance to steal. I have seven movies with dancing for you to identify. The first person to name four wins our prize. Susan, what's our prize?
1: Uh, so they are in production. It's going to be some sort of like merch, like yeah. something like that. Love it.
0: <laughs> I want yeah. it. We will mail you merch. <laughs> yes. All right. So, Kathy, you opted to have Susan go first, mm-hmm. right? all right so susan you get the first one are okay you
1: ready? yeah i'm ready let's do this
0: your three films are silver linings playbook no country for old men or gladiator it's silver linings playbook that is correct okay. susan has a point if that has
1: ended up somehow being no country for old men i would need to re-watch no country for old men <laughs> 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 That's a movie that
0: you thought was deeply unsettling. I right?
1: was very scared for most of the soundtrack to No yeah. Country Girl Men is really
0: rough. We'll have to cover that nice. in a different <laughs> <Yeah. episode.
1: laughs> All
0: right, Kathy, are you ready for your first question? Yes. Susan has one point.
1: Okay. Yeah.
0: So your movies are The Thin Red Line, uh-huh. The Green Mile, uh-huh. or Purple Rain.
2: Cool, cool, cool. Haven't seen any of them, but going to go with Purple Rain. That
0: is correct. Okay. Yes. Oh, All right. So that- <laughs> you are each at one point that was our easy route okay okay susan question number two all right independence day
1: okay
0: ex machina or the day of the earth stood still
1: oh man
0: and that is by the way the, the one from the 50s
1: i guess i'll i'll guess the day of the earth stood still
0: incorrect oh. kathy would you like to steal is
1: it ex machina
0: it is okay. Ex Machina. Kathy, you have nice. two points.
1: I've never seen that movie. <laughs> it's very good. I'll
0: it is. It. All right. Yeah, no. We're, we'll watch it We tonight. can watch it after it's this. It's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I love that movie. All right, Kathy. Mm-hmm. Question number two. You already have two points. Are you ready for your second question? Yes,
2: sir. All
0: okay. right. Your movies are Pee-Wee's Big Adventure, Pirates of the Caribbean, The Curse of the Black Pearl, and Wreck-It Ralph. Which movie has a dance scene in it?
2: What was the first one? I'm sorry.
0: Kiwi's Big Adventure. Yeah, I'll go with that one. That is correct. Oh. You are killing it. You're at three points.
1: Woo-hoo. There's no dance scene in wreck Ralph.
0: There's no dance scene. Okay. I mean, like someone might be like, like, kind of dancing, like right? celebrating dancing, but it's not. Like I mean, I'm not, scene. yeah,
1: we can contest the point. I, you know, no, I'm not <laughs> contesting. I just, we, I, we can pause Fine. and watch a whole
0: movie right now.
1: Yeah. Let's take it to the judges.
0: All right, if you disagree, send us an email at gmail.com. All right, Susan, are you ready for your yes, third question? I'm ready. You need to uh step it up. You're uh, at one, one to one to
1: two,
0: one to three. Oh,
1: god, okay, I'm ready.
0: Your three films are Training Day, okay. Pulp Fiction, and Godzilla versus Kong.
1: It's Pulp Fiction. Pulp Fiction yeah. is
0: correct, yes. Yes. There's an extended dance scene in mm. that one. All right, your last question, Kathy. Okay. It's You've Got Mail,
2: mm-hmm.
0: The Devil Wears Prada,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and First Wives Club.
2: Uh-oh. Huh. What was the first one?
0: <laughs> You've Got Mail.
2: <laughs> I'll tell you have Got Mail.
0: I'm sorry, that's not correct, Dang Susan. It.
1: What are the other two?
0: The Devil Wears Prada and First Wives Club. Is it First Wives Club? Yes, it is. Oh,
1: <laughs> this game just got interesting. Is it
0: tied? So it is three to three. Okay. <gasps> it tied. Is three to three. All right, so. Oh my gosh. This is final final question. Okay. Okay.
1: Should, since it's a tie, should this be like a lightning round where just the first person to know yep. it shouts it out? Yep.
0: Oh boy, Okay. okay. All right, so here are your three films. Mm-hmm. First person to yell at the correct answer okay. wins. All right, your first film is Batman.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Second film, Superman Returns. Mm-hmm. Third film, Spider-Man 3.
2: Spider-Man 3?
1: Is correct! Uh, Kathy, is that, is you, that the musical one?
0: That's the one where there's <laughs> where, a long scene in a jazz club where okay. he dances.
1: Oh, I honestly
2: don't... I've seen batman i think <laughs> i don't remember yeah. them but spider-man always seems like the most fun so yeah
0: he's definitely the goofiest of the characters for sure yeah uh, i mean yeah he's supposed to be a teenager right so yeah
2: <laughs> kathy congratulations oh, You won. thank you so much i was hoping i'd win <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's fantastic. I came so close this time. Oh, you <laughs> were so close.
0: <laughs> I thought you were to bring it. I back. thought
1: I was gonna get it. I was I not I would have gotten that wrong so I would have guessed Batman solely because I couldn't remember dancing from any of them, but I, I don't know.
0: And before someone Batman argues with parties. me. I mean, <laughs> Go to
1: the judges.
0: <laughs> there's a scene where the Joker dances, but it's not a dance scene, okay. all right? Oh. So
1: yeah,
2: because there's a party in Batman, right? That's what tripped
1: me yeah. up a little bit. Right. That's right, why right. I was thinking it was that one.
0: All right. So, Kathy, before we go, Mm -hmm. would you like to plug anything?
1: I would. Um, I have a fun podcast, too, (laughs) called The Korean (laughs) Drama
2: Podcast. Uh, We talk about Korean dramas. Uh, This season, we're doing Itaewon Class, which is on Netflix. Um, Also, uh, I have no part in this at all, but if you liked Shall We Dance, I think you'll like One Cut of the Dead. Uh, So watch that if you like the movie.
0: One cut of the day. Yeah, I
2: almost suggested it for this, but Uh I went with Shall We Dance. Awesome.
0: Fantastic. Well,
2: yeah, well, thank you so much
0: for joining us. It was really
1: fun. Thank you. I had a lot of fun. Life in the Credits is hosted and produced by me, Susan Swarner.
0: And me, Ben Bloom.
1: It's executive produced by Michelle Levin.
0: The music is written and performed by Steve Trowbridge. You can hear more of Steve's music at com.
1: The show logo is created by Melissa Durkin.
0: If you'd like to support Life in the Credits and get access to exclusive perks, you can do so at patreon.com.
1: If you'd like to follow or get a hold of us, you can find us on Facebook and Instagram at Life in the Credits, or shoot us an email at lifeinthecredits@gmail.com. at gmail.com. Thanks for listening.
0: Bill, uh, blah, blah, blah. See, this is why we have to not do it live.
1: <laughs> Keep it in. Yeah. This is fine. People <laughs> like the mistakes.
2: Mm-hmm.